You're listening to SBS News. It was the summer of tennis and the Australian Open was ready to welcome large crowds back to the Melbourne event. But for the federal government, the year began with a sporting controversy involving one tennis star who was not vaccinated against COVID-19. In January, Serbian player Novak Djokovic attempted to challenge the Immigration Minister's decision to cancel his visa for the Australian Open. But the federal court dismissed his application for judicial review, with the Prime Minister at the time, Scott Morrison, citing the need to keep borders strong. If that evidence is insufficient, then he won't be treated any different to anyone else and he'll be on the next plane home. And Djokovic was deported before the tournament began, but he is able to travel to compete once again in 2023. Not only did pandemic rules derail the champion's chance to step on court this year, but debate about COVID-19 health rules remained ongoing. National Cabinet decided to drop mandatory isolation periods, marking a significant shift in how Australian authorities and cases manage their illness. But a former leader's actions during the health crisis triggered an investigation into Scott Morrison's self-appointment to several portfolios. He said the decision was made under the extreme pressures of responding to the COVID-19 pandemic. Mr Speaker, I gave it everything I had. I did it to the best of my ability and in the best of faith. Each and every day I had the privilege to serve the Australian people. An inquiry found he had investigated appointing himself to a sixth portfolio, but that plan was abandoned. Coronavirus disrupted politics even further when Anthony Albanese caught COVID-19 while on the election campaign trail. But before the national poll, there was fierce public debate about contentious Liberal candidate Catherine Deves, who spoke exclusively to SBS News. There was a media firestorm. I went from being having a small platform uh, in a certain demographic to suddenly being the, the political uh, candidate who was second only to the Prime Minister in terms of the press coverage that I was getting. The contender for the seat of Warringah made comments about transgender children and ended up losing the public vote at the election. Before the vote, Greens leader Adam Band took centre stage at the National Press Club, hitting back at a journalist's question about the wage price index. He gave this answer in April when asked to quote the figure. Google it, mate. I mean... Like, I am, I am sick. If you want to know, if you want to know why people are turning off politics, it's because what happens when you have a, an election that increasingly becomes this basic fact-checking exercise... Once Labor leader Anthony Albanese took office as Prime Minister, he wasted no time heading overseas to strengthen international relations. The new government that I lead's position was welcomed by the leaders of the United States, Japan and India and I look forward uh, to going forward and building those relationships. The war in Ukraine was firmly on the agenda once Russian troops launched their invasion in February with the government offering military aid. And in 2022, flood emergencies were frequently in the news headlines, with waters causing devastation in New South Wales. At Atchukamoama on the Victorian border, the Murray River also peaked. On a sombre note, tributes poured in from all sides of politics when Queen Elizabeth II died in September. Opposition leader Peter Dutton paid his respects. A monarch who ruled with an absolutely 
huge heart and wisdom both innate and gained from almost a century of life and experience. And accusations made by former Liberal staffer Brittany Higgins underpinned the mood of politics this year, but a confidential settlement with the Commonwealth was reached at the end of the year. Stephanie Corsetti, SBS News.